Hi everyone, I wrote this article titled Flexibility and Sports Performance in April 2023. You can read it at my website kdmhealth.com or mitchellkuchonda.com. They both take you to the same place, so let's get into it. Compared to other physical qualities, not much is written about flexibility when it comes to sports performance. Ironic when you consider the ability to express your strength, speed, endurance, and sporting skills is mute without healthy range of motion at each joint. There's also a performance advantage hiding in plain sight. The catch is twofold though. Firstly, you've got to be open to it. Then secondly, you've got to invest the time and focus to stretch consistently. And if you really wish to go places, getting your flexibility assessed, followed by an individualized flexibility program appropriately integrated into your training long-term is like fishing with dynamite. Those who do absolutely rave about it. The challenge is you don't see it or hear much about it. Well, I've been surrounded by it and have done it for decades now. We humans are a funny lot, often keeping things that work for us quiet, especially when it involves competition. So here's a funny story. About 15 years ago, two athletes competing together for Australia while in South Africa were rooming together. One had his nutrition and supplementation dialed in and kept it very close to his chest. The other, not so much at the time. Two to three years later, I tightened up that other athlete's nutrition and supplementation. He was now using the same products as his former roommate. And it wasn't until a few years later, when they were both sponsored by the same company, the other athlete said to his former roommate, why didn't you tell me about those products years ago? And I'm sure you can guess why. So I get excited when we see evidence of or direct comments about flexibility's role in performance from, from great athletes. Here are two fantastic examples under very different circumstances. One acute, the other is chronic. One is objective, the other is subjective. One is land-based, the other is ocean-based. So the first one, Russian mixed martial artist Fedor Emilio Emelianenko is considered one of the greatest martial artists and combat athletes of all time. In this 2006 MMA fight for the Pride Fighting Championships um, against K1 legend Mark Hunt, Hunt has Fedor's left arm in a joint lock called an Americana, basically placing the shoulder in extreme external rotation. The result of this is either tapping out, which is essentially conceding defeat, or a debilitating shoulder injury and loss of function of that shoulder. In this case, Fedor's flexibility saved him via being able to tolerate the joint lock before escaping it and winning minutes later via submitting Hunt with a similar joint lock called a Kimura, named after Japanese judo legend Kimura Masahiko. And there's a link to this fight and this specific moment I'm talking about in this fight on my website. To understand this more clearly, lie flat on your back on the ground, mimicking Fedor's position in the above image. Because you can't see the image, I'll explain it to you. So you'd lay flat on your back on the ground, have your arms out by the side at shoulder height. Now bend your elbows to 90 degrees and place your hands flat on the ground so the palms of your hands would be facing the sky. Now a lot of people can't even have their elbows and wrists flat on the ground in this position laying flat on the back, which is a limitation in flexibility, especially when it comes to dealing with an Americana, what I'm talking about here. Now have someone carefully, and when I say carefully, I mean very carefully and slowly anchor one of your wrists to the ground and now see how far they can lift your elbow, that same side elbow, off the floor while your wrist is anchored to the floor and your shoulders and hips remain flat on the floor as per the image above. 
Now imagine your forearm being the same angle as Fedor's. His flexibility was an enormous asset and performance advantage in this situation. Next, Hawaiian Mike Stewart is also considered one of the greatest of athletes of all time. He's a nine times bodyboarding world champion and 14 times pipeline classic body surfing champion. And after 40 plus years, you heard that right, 4-0, 40 years of competition, he was still one of the best and most respected watermen in the world at 60 years old. Now, Mike Stewart recently wrote, and I quote, for me, good writing style is about having a conservation of effort. That is, finding the balance between activating or constricting the specific muscles that you need to maximize a move and relax the others. Working on one's suppleness or flexibility seems most helpful for this, not just because it increases mobility and range of motion, but also helps with muscle awareness and coordination. I like this particular move because there isn't a lot of unnecessary movements constricting the rotational speed. When things flow with this balance, it's a most satisfying feeling. You may have heard the military term, slow is smooth, smooth is fast, which seems to sum up this idea, end quote. Minimizing or ignoring this wisdom is opportunity cost at its greatest in my view. There will never be a controlled, published, peer-reviewed research that encompasses Mike Stewart's history of riding some of the biggest, scariest, life-threatening waves around the world for over 40 years consistently. I suggest he has feel, insights and experiences related to specific skills and techniques that are absolutely unmatched. Now add this to the longevity of his career and we're in uncharted waters. As Mike Stewart wrote, and I quote again, working on one's suppleness or flexibility seems most helpful for this, not just because it increases mobility and range of motion, but it helps with muscle awareness and coordination, end quote. Now knowingly or unknowingly, Mike Stewart's discussing flexibility beyond its commonly referred to role in terms of range of motion. He's now talking about the impact flexibility has on his proprioception, coordination, and muscles that fire optimally when they need to in critical situations. This happens when our muscles, the nerves that innervate our muscles, bones, and our joints, and our joints being articulating surfaces, are in a healthy state. So much of this, not all, but a large component, comes from high-quality stretching, which we know isn't happening and isn't common because the epidemic of muscle tears, nerve pain, bone damage, and joint issues, and when I say joint issues, think of things like articulating surfacing, surface injuries, including cartilage, meniscus, and bursa injuries, and so on, that plague sports people and society in general. So what's this got to do with you? Everything. Feeling the changes you will have in your body from quality stretching is not something you can intellectualize or think through. You have to feel it. Experiencing it is the only way to understand the impact it's going to have on you. Until you do, these words are nothing more than just words. I appreciate you listening and I hope you find value in it.